It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three-Cylinder Star Drive. I am Roger Colby, author of science fiction stuff. I'm Richard Coots, and I'm a fan of pop culture trivia and stuff. <laughs> All right, man. Today, on the Taste Podcast, we're going to talk about Book to movie fails. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, sometimes you know there are book to movie things that really work. Man in the High Castle. Man in the High Castle. Fantastic term. You know mm-hmm. it's so good. Um, let's see. There's lots of other ones that are great, but there's as many great ones. There's also some really horrible ones too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, I'm thinking of one right now. It's a Stephen King book mm-hmm. called Graveyard Shift. Graveyard Shift. It's actually a novella, or a, it's really kind of a long short story about a guy who works in a like a cotton mill or something like that, and down in the basement, he has to go down and clean the rats mm-hmm. out of the basement, and the rats have somehow mutated. Well, the movie oh my is garbage. It is. It's crap. <laughs> it's so low budget and terrible, and all the creatures in it are just... They look like rubber balloons. Yeah. Um, but, but it's got Brad Dourif in it. And you know, well, yeah, it's got Brad Dourif, but honestly, it's As, not really one of his best performances. Right. It's, it's so he's bad. Like a, uh, crazy uh, rat. Uh, uh, rat Termi- exterminator. Terminator, man. Yeah. Terminator. Exterminator. Yeah. Rat exterminator. And um, he goes down to the basement to fight these rats and ends up, you know, it's just really bad. Mm-hmm. It's. It would have been better if it was played as like a comedy because it actually, if you watch it, it it feels like uh, maybe like an Evil Dead mm-hmm. episode or something. It's like you, you, sort of tongue in cheek, uh, but you know, not talking about books to film that were that are unintentional comedy. Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. Yes, and that was Stephen like so, there's like all this slapstick and stuff in there uh-huh. but it was like it seemed like it was unintentionally <laughs> yeah. funny and I think that was I think I, I believe that's the only film that Stephen King ever directed yeah. it was like there's like a promo <laughs> promo for he's like I'm gonna scare the heck out of you no you did well you no, failed you failed, you failed. Uh, but the story is pretty good it's called Trucks it's a it's a yeah. it's a it's a novella or it's a short it's a short story in a, in a compilation in Richard yeah. Bachman books ACDC did the whole. ACDC did, did the, the entire. Whole, the whole music. The, the entire whole music uh, so. of all the, f- the whole movie is ACDC because yeah. you know that's Stephen King's favorite band or something. Yeah. No accounting for taste. So um, <laughs> anyway, but I mean, it's it's pretty horrible. Uh, it's got that truck that's got the big um, gremlin face on the front of it. It looks it's like the, the Green gr- Goblin. It's the Green Goblin from, so. from, uh, from you know, it's the first time we ever see Green Goblin realized on yeah. screens on the front of a truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if there's some kind of rights issue that we'll have oh, to deal with. I don't know, but maybe they got the rights to put it on the front of the truck. Yeah. I just never will forget the uh, automatic knife cutting the guy up oh. by itself. Or the, the soda machine. The soda machine the guy. Where it starts getting shooting it and hitting the guy in the nuts he's like grabbing his nuts and falling over he's like ah, as nut, you would do if you, that happened but you know I mean um, it's awful uh, okay so another another um, book to movie 
So you mentioned another one. What was it? Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. <laughs> <laughs> the teen novel. So, the teen novel's not bad, but it's not it, too well, bad. well, it's okay. It's, well, it's, okay. it's, a, teen the, no, it's a teen novel. It's a teen novel. Um, the movie is but just... But the movie is just so horrible. <laughs> but the, the biggest, I think one of the parts of it that made me roll my eyes the most <laughs> was that one where they're like in the greenhouse, and then <laughs> they start, they, uh, they kiss and then it starts raining and it starts playing that music. Like, wah, wah. I don't know what it was. It sounded like a Celine Dion song or something like that. It was just so, Celine so, Dion. I don't think it was Celine Dion, but it was, it was some song like that. Some weird, sappy song that you, that was playing and then kissing in the rain. It's so, it's so horrible. But I mean, that movie was so bad. They went to a TV show. Yeah. Oh, uh, Divergent. Divergent. There's another one, which okay. my girls love the books. See, I and they watched, watched the movie and they were like, what happened? I haven't watched those because honestly I have no interest. <laughs> yeah, I, the, my girls watched them and they said, why? Why did they ruin the movie? They ruined <laughs> the Now there's also, um, now this is one that's going to be a little controversial, kids. But since I'm such a huge talking fan, mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the Hobbit movies... Especially the last part of the Hobbit movies, mm-hmm. the last couple, uh, really made me angry. Okay, and here's the reason it made me angry because they insert characters that aren't in the book to create a love interest that didn't happen to overshadow the greatest part of that whole Hobbit book, which is the death of Thorin Oakenshield. And Thorin Oakenshield's death is the most redemptive, amazing part of the Hobbit book. And if you read the book, you're like, oh my gosh, why did they put that stupid love story between, uh, what's her name? Tam, Tam, Tamra, Tamra, Tamriel, who, who cares? It's a brand new character. Who cares? That they honestly. made just for the movie. Yeah, it's like, what did she do to get in that movie? I mean, honestly, it. Uh, I don't know. I was really, didn't understand Peter Jackson's choice well, we, to do that. We had to bring um, back Legolas, though, because Legolas is too uh, cool to leave out. You know, they needed, um, they just needed to tell the story of Thorn, Thorn Oakenshield. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my opinion, that movie failed because of that. And, right. and, and they ruined, ruined it for me because um, I, you know, I was screaming at the screen, you know. And uh, even in the movie theater, I was just like folding my arms the whole time. Like, what the heck? Why take such a great story as the redemption of Thorn Oakenshield and overshadow it with this stupid, uh, predictable love story? You know, um, honestly, uh, I don't understand what the Tolkien estate was doing, and they allowed that to happen, but they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have allowed it. Okay, so with that, let's talk about our dollar rental of the week. <laughs> and Richard... What is our dollar rental of the week? A little gem I found in the dollar section at Family Dollar. It's called Bubba the Redneck Werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's about a lovesick dog catcher who transforms yeah. into a ferocious werewolf to save his well, town. Well, he's this kind of this uh, pansy in town, and everybody kind of just pushes him over, and there's like this girl that he's really into, but she's like, you're not tough enough for me. 
and stuff, but he's like an idiot, and he, this guy walks in. <laughs> he's an idiot. It, and I think everyone devil, making this I mean, movie. it's the devil walks right into a bar, and everybody doesn't really see that he's the devil, but he's got like red face and bright horns, he's like, yeah, just anything you want, all you gotta do is sign this contract. <laughs> of course. And so he's... <laughs> Basically, it turns into a werewolf, obviously. It's not played by Nick Cage, is it? God, no. Okay. That might have elevated it. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, uh, but then he finds out this devil is going around and making deals with everybody in town, like really horrible deals. Like there's this guy. Of course. Was he going to make a good deal? Hey, I got a great deal on a car for you. Yeah. And it's possessed. Yeah, there's like this guy that wanted... Is that wanted his third, uh, third hand to do this thing? I'm not going to talk about. Oh, that's gross. That's gross. But he winds up with a hand, an arm, and a hand on his head instead. There's <laughs> just all this weird that's stuff awesome. in there. Uh, this guy that wanted to be Batman, and he has <laughs> said he wanted to be Batman, and he just has a bat in his head, like a baseball bat in his head. A baseball and, bat in his but head. But it's pretty horrible special effects and the acting. And like the, it has a great message about. Uh, it has really has a great message about if you want the girl to fall in love with you, all you got to do is get tougher, and then she'll love you. It's a great <laughs> yeah, message. Because right. uh, that's what women. That's want. what true love. They want is. a tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> with like sleeveless shirts. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, At any point in the film, does uh, the main character wear a wife beater or? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Um, but he does that, and but he just like walks into this bar, and he's like, "Hey, Bubba, you look a little different." And he's like, <laughs> "Really? Yeah." And that, nobody really knows that um, that he's really a werewolf and stuff. But anyways, uh, I did find whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Nobody recognizes that he's a werewolf. No, because I don't know. It's really dumb. But he's got like werewolf. Features, right? Right. He's okay. like full-blown werewolf. But, okay, so he's such a redneck that they don't recognize this hairy guy as being right. a werewolf. Okay. Right. That's just it's weird. It's just weird. It's dumb. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, I mean, there's this part with a nun <coughs> that's really, really, really uh, sexualized that just, it's horrible. Um, there's no nudity in this, but it's close. Okay. Uh, it's pretty bad, um, but I didn't find out until you, the credits roll around, and I actually sat through this whole thing, uh, that this is based on a comic book. There is a comic book. <laughs> what? That is based on. Um, well, apparently the director of this movie, um, Brendan Jackson Rogers, makes a lot of parody movies. Okay. So, he made a movie called Flashback. Gotta Kill Them All, which is a... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's a movie about... Um, it's the like a Pokemon app, but it's like that it kills people. Um, Jurassic Job Hunt. Jurassic Job the Hunt. The park is closed. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um, in this parody of Jurassic World, Owen Grady must try to find a new job after the events of the blockbuster film. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, maybe you ought to check out some I of those other know, movies. Maybe. <laughs> but it had the special effects. Uh, you know, the special some of the special effects uh, your son Connor did in the uh, in his little home movie was better than the special effects in this. Oh my they god, they were so horrible. <laughs> All 
<laughs> All right. So uh, go check it out. Or uh, don't. Or don't. Or don't. Um, you can pretty much get it's it. It's on. Right? It's on Amazon Prime now. On Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime Video. Yeah. I paid a dollar for it. <laughs> you paid too much money. I paid too much money. <laughs> All right. Until next time, I am Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Coots.